0: Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management, because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. This is show number 50, episode number 50, and I have to tell you, it like went by so fast. I've been doing the show for a year now and I can't believe it. It's been so fun. So I want to check in with you. Where are we listening together today? <laughs> Am I with you in the car or on a walk or are we doing laundry or making dinner? It's so fun to hear from all of you where and when you listen into the show. I would love to keep hearing from you. So just connect with me on Instagram. DM me or shoot me an email at neil at neolilliams.com. Well, today we're going to continue on with our topic of goals this week. So I am sharing with you the one thing that will determine whether or not you make it to your goal or you quit. I also want to offer that this one thing can determine whether your goal journey is filled with a bunch of mental drama and anxiety and an emotional roller coaster or not. I always go after my goals and I go after them hard. I decide, and then I'm like a heat-seeking missile. I just don't stop. I'm really determined. I'm also very resilient and persistent. This might sound like you too. I'm laser-focused, I choose only one goal, and then I spend all of my brain juice on becoming the woman who can achieve that goal. And then I do. But I still noticed so much anxiety and stress and pressure in going after my goals. And I stopped finally and asked myself why. And here's the answer. And I think if you ask yourself the same question, you might find the same answer that I did. My why was that every time I failed, I made it mean that I wouldn't reach my goal. So then I would be caught up in a bunch of mental drama I'd criticize myself. I'd have this horrible self story that I would tell myself about myself that I just, I couldn't do it. I wasn't good enough. I would worry about not achieving it. And when then what other people might think about me not achieving it or what they might actually say about it. And this is when I realized I was doing it wrong. So if that's what's happening for you, what I want to do is I want to help you shift your mindset about this. And I want to give you a four-step process that you can use that is going to help you make your goal-setting journey so much more enjoyable. When I realized I was doing it wrong, I shifted my mindset and it changed my goal journey forever. And it's exactly what I'm going to help you do today too. So the things that I'm going to teach you on the show, number one, the thing that are going to determine your success or failure And number two, a four-step successful failure process. Now, some of you are like, what? That's an oxymoron, Neil. How can you have a successful failure? But what I want to tell you is that understanding that is the key to creating any goal that you want. So let's dive into number one. The single most important determinant on whether or not you achieve your goals Is your interpretation of all of the fails along the way to your success? Now, I'm going to say this again because it's so important that you hear me on this. It's not that you don't fail along the way, because if you actually set your goal big enough and correctly, you're going to be experiencing a bunch of failure along the way to creating your goal. The most important piece about that is how you interpret the fails. Along the way, that determines everything. If you interpret it with the brain you currently have, you will just keep creating the same results you have always had. You're going to repeat the past. But if you instead interpret the failures with the brain that has already achieved it, this is where you digest the failure and you use it to make progress to move one step closer to achieving your goal. Now, let me give you an example to make this more concrete for you to be able to kind of like digest what I'm telling you. Let's say you set a goal to work 30 hours per week. When you set this goal, you have two brains. You have the brain now that is programmed to work maybe 50 hours per week, if that's what you're doing right now. And then you have the future brain, which you're trying to evolve to that knows how to be so that you work 30 hours a week. And then let's say that you try to work 45 hours this next week, and you schedule your time that way, and then you fail. You end up working 50 hours again this week. The brain that you have now, if you interpret that fail with your current brain, it's going to tell you things like, well, you'll never figure this out. It's just not possible. There's too much to do, and you just can't get it done in less time. And this brain is the one that's going to keep you working the 50 hours per week because that's all it knows how to do. So if you interpret the fail from the current brain, of course, you're just going to be recreating more of the same in your own mind. But if you interpret this fail with the brain that has already achieved your goal, the one that is programmed so that you work only 30 hours per week. The way that interpretation might look is it's not a problem. It was just one step in the process. And all I have to do is figure out why this taught me exactly what I needed to do or know that I didn't already know to take me one step towards my 30 hour work week. Now, some of you are probably like, okay, she went off the deep end into woo-woo land here (laughs) and maybe a little bit. Yes, I did. But I want you to stay with me because I'm going to make this concept really actionable for those of you who are human doers, which I know all of you are, or you wouldn't be tuning into this podcast, right? You wouldn't be here with me. I want you to think about this. I'm going to give you another example here. It's just like every single time you fail, if you ask for selling advice from someone who has never sold anything before, like let's imagine you ask your, I have an 11 year old son. Like I imagine like, okay, Lincoln, I didn't sell anything this month. Why is that? Now, would you do that? Would you go ask your kids for business advice? Of course not, right? And the reason why is you're like, because they don't know anything about it. Like what they're gonna think is, is not gonna be helpful. And that is the whole point of this that I'm teaching you right now. This is such an important concept. If you interpret your fails or your journey towards creating your goal From your current brain, you're going to be keeping creating your current brain, which is creating the result that you have right now. Like that brain's interpretation is irrelevant. Just like your child's interpretation or advice on selling or things in your business is irrelevant. We do not care. What we care about is interpreting it from the brain who has already done it. Because when you start aligning yourself with the thinking that you have when it's already done, when your goal is already done, that's when you actually start creating your goal. You move yourself closer to creating your goal. So interpreting your process, your journey on your goals, getting to your goals from your current brain, it has no utility. It literally doesn't even matter what your current brain thinks about this. If you actually want to create and accomplish your goals. Now, I hope this idea is as mind blowing to you as it was to me when I discovered it in my own self, because after I figured this out, I created a three-step process for failure interpretation that I now use for myself. And I teach my clients and my group program on the way to them creating their goals. And I'm going to teach you on the podcast now, but the most important concept. So if you're using the podcast study guide, This is what I would suggest you write down and you take notes on. You want to interpret everything along your goal path, along your goal journey with the brain who has already done it. The brain that you have right now is irrelevant. It does not matter what it thinks about it. It only matters what the you who has done it thinks about it. All right, so let's dive into the four-step successful failure interpretation process. So, Step number one is to identify the failure. What is exactly the math behind it? Did you work 45 hours when you planned for 40? What is the reason behind that? Did something come into your world that you didn't plan for? Was your plan ineffective or were you ineffective? We really want to turn it into the math. This is like literally getting the numbers behind it. When you do this, you simplify the problem for your brain instead of making it bigger and getting more overwhelmed and stressed out about it. So we remove the mental drama and we just like look at the math problem here. Okay, I wanted to work 40 hours, but I worked 45. What happened here? Was my plan ineffective? Did I not plan successfully for this one project or this one task that was in my calendar? Or was I just ineffective in implementing the plan? Did I distract a lot? Did I procrastinate? What exactly happened? So identify the failure down to, you might even record the day and the time and the type of task or the thing that it was that you spent an extra five hours getting done. Okay. So identify the failure and get to the math behind it. Number two, step number two in this four-step process is to interpret this result, this failure from the brain who has already achieved the goal. What does she think about it? And if you don't know, you could also ask like, what would Neil think about this? (laughs) I get clients who come back to me all the time and they tell me they're sitting in their meetings with their staff and they're like, what would Neil do here? How would Neil interpret this? What would she do? right? So if you want to lean on me, use me. How would I interpret this? I promise you that I would be like, it's fine. It's not a big deal, right? I might think it's just a step in the process, or you don't give any airtime to it at all. Think about this. So the brain who knows how to work 30 hours per week, and you maybe worked 45 hours per week when you plan to work 40, is like not focusing on that because you know you're getting to your 30 hours. So why are we why are we using any of our brain juice on being upset with ourselves or telling ourselves that we're not getting to where we should go? We're not doing that, right? So interpret the result that you have from the brain who has already achieved the goal. I promise you, when you do this, it is gonna change the way you think about failure forever and the way that you feel on your journey towards creating your goal. So whatever you find that that future brain is thinking, the one who already has the result that you're going after, the goal that you're going after, you want to practice thinking and believing this about your failure. This is how you want to interpret it. And like I said, for me, I often find that my future me doesn't obsess about any one failure. in fact, some of them, she doesn't even remember (laughs) that she did them because they were just part of the success creation process. So number one, identify the failure, get the math behind it. Number two, interpret this from the brain who has already achieved the goal. Remember your current brain, the way that it thinks about it is irrelevant. It has no utility in terms of you creating your goal in the future. Step number three, create a strategy for overcoming this obstacle. If you know anything about Dan Sullivan, he teaches that your path to success is literally paved by your obstacles. They create, the obstacles are the thing that create the roadmap. And all you have to do is create a strategy to go around the obstacles, to overcome them. But we don't want to create the strategy from the current brain. Remember, I'm going to keep you coming back to, you're going to do this from future you, not from the current you. So I want you to think about, okay, what is the woman who works 30 hours per week? How does she handle this? Does she delegate it? Does she hire someone? Does she just show up more focused and in tune and just get it done in the amount of time that I planned? What does that look like? So create the strategy for this obstacle, make a plan, schedule it in and implement it and see if it works. Step number four is to repeat with the next failure. So this is a rinse and repeat process. I'm going to run through the steps again real quick. So number one is identify the failure, get the math behind it, kind of let the mental drama go. Just let get to the math. Number two, interpret this result from the brain who has already achieved the goal that you're going after. What does that brain think about it? Number three, create a strategy from the brain who has already achieved your goal to overcome this obstacle and try it out. And number 4, repeat with the next failure. The extent to which you use this four-step process will determine not only if you get to your goals without quitting, but if you actually enjoy the process to getting there. It's so much more fun to create a goal from the continued belief in it rather from the roller coaster of belief and disbelief, belief and disbelief. It cuts out the mental drama It makes your goal just the math of failure and then creating strategy to overcome the failure. That's it. This has literally changed how I think about goals, how I go after goals, how I approach the entire goal process. And it's really so much more fun to do this because I spend very little time in the disbelief that I'm going to create it and so much more time in the knowing that I'm going to create it. I can go after doubling my business this year and not make every little thing that happens mean doom and gloom and despair. I get to choose how I interpret all of it. And I'm choosing to use it to get me to my goal instead of a reason to quit. And I hope that you do this too. This is the perfect intersection of mindset and strategy using your brain strategically to create the strategy of getting to your goals. So this week, go out and practice interpreting the failures and the missteps and the mistakes that you make, that you create on your way to your goals intentionally so that you can use them for your success, interpret them from your future brain, the brain who has already created them so that you can get that insight into what you need to do next to get to that future. You have a beautiful and busy week, everyone. I'll talk to you next week.